Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Faith Food Fitness Podcast. Uh, my name is John Dutois, and we are here with Riley Johnson. Riley, are you there? I'm, I'm here. How are I you? I love it. I love it. I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good. Ah, doing well, man. Good, good. Well, we're coming, coming at you guys with uh, an episode on all about sleep, um, and I think I think we all could could use a little bit a little bit of help and and kind of you know figuring out how we can we can improve our sleep and and overall improve our improve our health that is that is associated with um, better sleep. And so before we dive in. Um, I just want to want to ask you, Riley. What have you been up to during during all this this quarantine kind of yeah. coronavirus uh, stuff going on? And uh, it's a lot of indoor things, uh, a lot of just uh, watching movies, Netflix shows, um, yeah. diving into the Bible a little bit. Uh, that's you know working out at home. I have a few kettlebells that I'll just get in a, I'll swing around and I'll get a good workout in and just kind of being very independent right now and just yeah. having time myself and I'm um, still connecting with, uh, with, with a lot of people, but uh, I think it's just uh, quarantine isn't, you know, it's getting a little old I'd say right now, but uh, it's for the best, you know, to stop, stop the spread and, you know, get, I'd say get back into the swing of things as soon as possible. So, but yeah, yeah. I mean, just, chilling how about you yeah no that's that's good i i mean i think a lot of people can obviously relate um you know to what what you've been doing um you know it's been it's been weird having to um you know kind of be isolated in a sense um in you know with with everything going around gosh there's so much so much stuff going on and and i just feel for so many people um that are that are going through hard times right now and it's you know such a difficult circumstance but yeah, you know sure. in in the same light i feel like it's an opportunity for us to um to grow and and kind of improve and and, and kind of reprioritize um some things in our life and so you know for me it's been a great way to um you know you know i've been praying you know it's been funny i've been telling people you know i've been praying about you know, ways for me to get in the word a little bit more and, and now having all this time, I guess there's no excuses. Um, and so, yeah, trying to get in the word more and, 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 you know, ultimately, you know, when things, especially kind of the, you know, this, this coronavirus stuff that's going on, you know, there's so many things that are kind of taken away from us, whether it's sports, or, you know, whether it's financial, um, you know, securities or relationships, um, all of these different things, you know, when all these things seem to be kind of, you know, fading around us, you know, where's our hope, where's our joy come from? And, Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, being able to um, just kind of experience joy and hope, um, you know, through our Lord and Savior, Jesus has, has been very comforting throughout this. So, um hopefully hopefully other people can can find can find that joy and hope as well mm-hmm. hit it right on the nose man that's perfect yeah and so and so yeah i just think it's a very unique time where we can kind of slow down prioritize a few things and and to 
to really kind of come out of this, this, uh, better and, and, uh, um, you know, just, uh, more encouraged, uh, than we were before. And so, um, and so, yeah. Um, but yeah, we don't, we don't need to, to dive all into this, this coronavirus stuff, like, like Riley says, uh, before, um, you know, we're not doctors by any means. And so we're, we're not here to give you the coronavirus, uh, rundown, but hope everyone out there is, is, is safe and is healthy. Um, and, uh, certainly praying for, um, praying for that amongst, um, all of you guys and your families. Um, and so with that, uh, this episode, we're going to be talking a lot about sleep. Um, uh, and so Riley, are you ready to dive in? I'm, I'm ready, man. I am. Sweet, sweet. Um, <laughs> so we're basically going to talk a little bit about, um, why, why sleep is important. Um, why, why we should be c- concerned with it. And then, uh, we'll kind of, we'll kind of go in, um, at, you know, during the, during the later half of this, this podcast and talk about just tips that we all can, can do to improve our sleep. And so, um, one of the first things about why it's important to get good sleep is that poor sleep is actually linked to, um, a higher body weight. Um, and I think that's one thing that, that a lot of people, um, can struggle with, you know, they can improve their, their diet, they can improve their exercise, but yet they still seem to struggle with, man, why, why, why is this weight not coming off like it should? Mm -hmm. And I think sleep is huge, you guys, huge in, in, in being able to, to, to kind of lose or, or kind of achieve your, your goals when it comes to your weight. And so, um, you know, people with, a shorter sleep duration, uh, duration actually tend to weigh, uh, more than those who get adequate sleep. Um, and so, you know, um, short sleep duration is actually one of the strongest risk, uh, factors to obesity. And actually in an interview, um, children along with adults with, sh- uh, s- uh, short sleep duration were 89% more likely to develop, uh, obesity. And so that was pretty astonishing. Wow. Wow. Deal. Like, I like to uh, kind of piggyback off that. Um, like sleep is, is like, I never really thought about sleep um, as like, I, I don't know. I just thought of it as like, I just need to, you know, get a, get to bed at a decent time and then wake up at a decent time. And yeah. And I never really dove into like, why is sleep so important? Um, but like, you know, reading a whole lot of things and then researching it and it's like, sleep is when your body recovers and and it's it is super important for any like whatever like whatever goals you have is to lose weight to build muscle or or whatever it, like whatever it is it's sleep is almost like the, the the number one factor of like if you get to your goal yeah um and and the quality of sleep you get is is super important too because like i said that's when your body recovers um and that's when, like, so for building muscle, like, people always think, okay, you build muscle, like, right then and there, you know, but it's actually, it's when you, when you're sleeping, uh, that's when your body starts to build itself, starts yep. to recover, starts to, um, and all that. And so that's when I, you know, I, I kind of started focusing more on my sleep of, like, what quality of sleep I'm getting. 
Yeah. And it's just, it's been awesome for me um, just to, you know, kind of do things, um, you know, I, that I, that I I wouldn't do um, before now. And it's, you can, I can really feel, uh, see the difference and not see, well, I guess see and feel the difference. Um, I do use a little a whoop thing that kind of tracks my sleep. And, the whoop band, whoop, yeah, there it is, whoop, let's go. Whoop, there it is. But yeah, I mean, like that's been just kind of seeing data um, of my sleep is, uh, has really helped me like, okay, what do I need to do better? What, you know, what can I rid or what can I get rid of and, and all that? So, yeah, yeah, absolutely, Riley. And that's a great point. And I think, you know, we talk a lot about, um, you know, uh, food as important, right? Nutrition, mm-hmm. uh, exercise. But I think the missing ingredient here, which we're talking about today, is sleep. Um, and so, you, you know, thinking about those three factors, I feel like are, 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 are very, I mean, are just essential in, in kind of, you know, uh, you know, feeling energized and kind of living an overall healthy, um, healthy life. And so, yes. you know, and, and you mentioned your, your whoop band. Um, and, and, you know, I think for those of you who track, you know, um, professional sports and in particular, I'm seeing a lot of guys on the PGA tour, um, wear these whoop bands, you know, Rory McIlroy, Justin Thomas, uh, even, even, uh, Eric Van Royen, you know, I've seen, uh, wear it. And so, and so, you know, I think, you know, getting good sleep, um, can really maximize, uh, athletic performance as well. And I think we're, we're really understanding, um, you know, what sleep does for recovery and being, being an athlete or, or being someone who is very, um, active i think recovery is huge and so why don't you tell a little bit more about kind of what the whoop whoop kind of band shows and 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 what ways you know that 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 you're able to to kind of take that data um you know and kind of improve your your quality of sleep yeah so basically the whoop band um for sleep well it tracks um it tracks how recovered you are so it'll give you a percentage of how recovered you are based upon your sleep and the activity that you did uh, bef- uh, the day before. Okay. Um, so it, it basically, um, the sleep, it tracks like all stages of sleep, like your awakeness um, throughout the night, your light sleep, your REM sleep, and then your SWS sleep, which is basically your deep sleep. And mm-hmm. For me, I I just look at deep sleep. Um, I guess I look at the 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 number or the the hours I got, and then also deep sleep. Um, and I tend to uh, I you know I think I think average Americans or average um, people they get between one and two hours of deep sleep a night. Okay. Um, I think that's the air something like that, and um, but uh, I'm trying to get up in the uh upper uh you know stages of deep sleep which is i'm trying to hit two hours and i'm just trying to maximize that uh i'm just yeah i'm just basically just trying to get as much deep sleep as i can a night and so like you know it just whatever you do like nutrition wise um or like i said biohacks i guess um will, will help me do that yeah um, 
but yeah, it's it's super nice because it the swoop it, it tracks how many calories I burn throughout the day, um, my heart rate variability, which is which is um, very important for um, for tracking how recovered you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, and in, what what the most intriguing thing I found is that like it will give you some tips um, of how to how to uh, to improve your sleep. Yeah. And, and, and get, you know, rec- or help you recover more. And, mm-hmm. and guess what? It, it, it tells you to take naps throughout the day. Yeah. And I always thought like naps were a sign of like, I guess, weak or a sign of like weakness in a sense. Yeah. Like if like, oh, he's super tired or like he's lazy or whatever. But <laughs> like naps are, naps are super important. Um, that's what I kind of got out of this because if you don't get the best night of sleep, then you should be taking a nap throughout the day just to, to help yeah. your body recover more. And so I've, I've took it upon myself just to in, you know, on set or set or on the weekends just to take a nap a day. Yeah. Um, just to catch up on sleep. So, I mean, there's yeah. nothing, I'm not unhappy about it. So yeah, absolutely. No, that's, <laughs> I love it. That's, yeah. that's crazy. How, how a band that you wear around your wrist can be able to kind of determine, um, you know, your body's recovery needs, it's sleep. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, I just find it super fascinating that, you know, we have technology that can actually read and, and give us information that, that can help, help improve our health and, and, and help us help us sleep. And it's, it's funny you say Riley kind of about like the, the nutritional side of, of things that, that they, that it can recommend. And, and, it's actually funny because one of the things that, that I wanted to talk a little bit about is that um, people who uh, experience quality sleep tend to actually eat uh, fewer calories throughout the day. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, it's funny because, you know, people be like, okay, like, how does that make any, any sense? Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and studies have actually shown that sleep defra- uh, deprived individuals have a bigger appetite and tend to eat more calories. And that's actually because uh, sleep deprivation disrupts the daily functions and appetite hormones, and uh, which is crazy. Um, yeah. And I know yeah. you have mentioned this before in one of our earlier podcasts about yeah. um, uh, kind of our, our hunger hormones. Uh, it's ghrelin and uh, leptin. Yeah. And, and yeah, and higher level, higher levels of, uh, ghrelin, the hormone that actually stimulates the appetite, um, and reduced levels of leptin, the hormone that suppresses our appetite, um, are found, um, and people that don't sleep that, that well, or don't sleep enough. And so that was, that was a really interesting finding that, that, uh, um, for those people who are wondering, okay, hey, why is that the case? Well, you know, it has everything to do with the hormones that are associated with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and good sleep, actually, um, you know, and I think we all can can relate uh, to this one, can actually improve concentration and productivity. And Riley, you and I were just, just talking a little bit before we came on about how um, – you know, when you, when you get a good night's sleep, you wake up and you're kind of ready to go. You're kind of, you know, ready to tackle the day. You got energy. Um, you know, you feel like your, your concentration is there and you're productive. Um, and 
the days where you don't sleep sleep well how i mean it it's so easy to wake up and just kind of feel blah and lazy and you know like you don't want to do anything um yeah and so i think it's i think it's just important that you know a a good night's sleep you know just just how it impacts your your kind of daily rhythms of of what you do and how much energy you have to go ahead and do those things yeah it's super important i'd like to kind of piggy up back off that um, I remember one day last week where I didn't get the best, uh, sleep and I, I saw it on my whoop and I had like, you know, 45 minutes of deep sleep and, you know, I just woke up not really in it. And, um, you know, I had my cup of coffee and, you know, kind of went throughout the day and I was fine throughout the day. Uh, I was like, you know, I was on top of things and all that, but then I got back, uh, like five o'clock and, and I was going to get a workout in and I, I found myself just, I got super tired, um, during the workout. I just didn't have like the, the strength I would have, you know, I got, um, my cardiovascular was like, I just was, was shot after, you know, a certain workout. And, and I think, you know, like, and I know there's a lot of things that attribute to it, but like, I think it was majority of, or was, yeah, majority of the sleep that I got from last night. Um, you know, I just, I guess I wasn't really that recovered. Um, yeah. and so, uh, yeah, it was, I mean, it's just kind of self-quantification. Yeah. I guess, is, you know, you just got to kind of listen to your body. Yep. Um, and, and just, I, I was, I'm, my whole thing is now my, like my biggest thing is like, what quality sleep can I get tonight? Yeah. You know, and, and all that. So. Yeah. And, and Riley, I'm going to ask you a question as I, as I go through this next one, um, cause I think this is kind of a big, a big thing for us to understand. Um, but, um, poor sleepers actually have a greater risk of, um, you know, uh, very low quality cardiovascular health, such as heart disease and stroke. Um, and in a review of 15 studies found that people who don't get enough sleep are at a far greater risk for heart disease or stroke than those who sleep seven to eight hours per night. And so that, like, thinking about that, thinking about kind of that that seven to eight hours per night, right, I think there's there's this idea of, oh, there's a certain amount of hours that you have to sleep in order to get good rest. But thinking about kind of the quality over quantity of sleep um, you know, I think has a, has a big impact. And so why don't you speak yeah. a little bit about that, Riley, just in terms of yeah. like, is there a right amount of sleep that we should get? Or is it, is it more about the quality of sleep that we actually get? I mean, like I, I would always say just shoot for that seven, eight hours. Yeah. But, but so like, I'd say like from my own experience, I've, I would say, so I had like two weeks where I was like, okay, I'm going to get as much sleep as I can. I'm going to go I'm going to start from eight or like, I'm going to go to bed at eight 30. I mean, get, wake up at six or seven, you know, o'clock, like almost like crazy 10 hour, uh, nights of sleep. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm going to get a lot of sleep, but, but during that time, you know, I didn't go to bed when I was tired. Um, so I basically forced myself, like I forced my circadian rhythm to, to kind of like get out of whack mm-hmm. and I, I just found like, I just didn't get a whole lot of, you know, good sleep sleep. And, um, my whoop band kind of showed it like my deep sleep wasn't enough. And, 
and all that. And then I'm like, Hey, well, what's the opposite of getting a lot of sleep? Well, let's try to get, you know, six or five hours of sleep and see how yeah. I feel in the morning. And so I went to bed at, you know, 11 o'clock and I woke up at five. And honestly, like I, I, you know, I went to bed when I was tired Yeah. and then I woke up, um, you know, I, my, my alarm clock didn't go off. You know, I didn't have an alarm clock that, that woke me up and I just kind of woke up on my own. And, you know, it turns out that I had the, I had like close to two hours of deep sleep wow. over that five hour, six hour period. And, and, you know, I crushed that day. Yeah. You know, I was, I had so much energy and, you know, and I'm like, okay, well, what's, what's better, you know, quality of sleep or, or, you know, the, how much sleep you're yeah. actually getting. And I think, I think there's a, there's a, there's a median um, there. So it's like quality sleep plus, you know, how much sleep you're getting. Yeah. It just, com- you know, compiles of like what uh, type of sleep you're getting. And Riley, so, Riley, I, I love this because you're kind of like our, our, our trial. Like, I, yeah. I love it. Like as you're, as yeah. you're, as you're going through this, like you're experimenting. And so you're kind of like going yeah. through these, 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 you know, changes to give, to give other people, um, you know, kind of information on what worked for you. And I think that's the best thing yeah. that people can do is this isn't just a one size fits all type of, Hey, no. Riley, you need eight hours and don't get out of bed until you get eight hours of sleep. But if you're, (laughs) if you're sleeping for eight hours and you're getting one hour of deep sleep versus you sleeping for six, but you're getting two hours of deep sleep. I think that, that, that six hours is going to be a lot more restful and, you know, kind of, you're able to get more, you know, recovery, um, to wake up feeling, feeling, you know, energized and being able to concentrate, um, you know, at a much higher level than you would if you were in bed for eight hours, but yet only got, you know, 45 minutes of deep sleep. So is that, is that, is that kind of what you're, what you're saying there? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Awesome. Um, well, that's great. And, and, and kind of moving on to our next point. So sleep actually affects, uh, glucose metabolism and mm-hmm. um, it actually increases your risk for type 2 diabetes um, and I th- I think that like this is very much you know we live in a um, at least our our country um, I mean people live off sugar and carbs and you know yeah. what, what what are the stats is it one in one in four people are gonna are are you know have type 2 diabetes is that is that accurate it's it's something like that um and so we're starting to see um you know people really you know um you know at risk for diabetes more so than ever you know before and i think um you know sleep and and just to kind of give you guys um some background on how sleep affects um this outcome and it actually restricts um, and and uh, sleep restriction um, affects blood sugar and reduces insulin uh, sensitivity. Um, and actually, in a study of, uh, of of healthy young men, restricting sleep uh, to four hours per night for six nights in a row caused symptoms of pre diabetes. Um, and 
it's funny because these symptoms resolved after one week of increasing their sleep duration. And so it's crazy how this cycle of not only nutrition, you know, putting, putting in your body, uh, you know, sugars and carbs and, and foods really high on the uh, glycemic index uh, and how that can really, you know, rate, you know, skyrocket your blood sugar so fast. But not only that, plus not getting, not getting good and not getting enough sleep. And, you know, we're seeing the studies on how that affects um, our insulin sensitivity. And so it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. Just the, the correlation, um, you know, between, between developing diabetes or even being pre-diabetic, um, and, and how that, um, can impact, you know, just how much, uh, and how, how our quality of sleep is. And, Along with that, you know, poor sleep is actually linked to depression as well. And I think it's, you know, more so than ever, I feel like more people are living with anxiety and depression. Um, And it's crazy the the strong link between poor sleep um, and sleeping disorders of of depression. And so Mm -hmm. uh, it's actually estimated that 90% of people with depression complain about their quality of sleep. and wow. and that's that that's pretty crazy because you know you never hear of okay hey you know you're dealing with anxiety and depression let's try to fix your sleep and see how 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 that affects your um you know your symptoms and 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 uh um kind of the improvement in in those particular areas yeah exactly um and I think that this is a big one, especially as we're um, kind of in this corona, coronavirus stuff. You know, everyone's talking about your immune, your immune system and your immune function. And sleep actually improves your overall quality of your immune system. Um, and one large two-week study, I know it's not a very long study, but one uh, two-week study monitored the development of the common cold after giving people uh, nasal drops with the cold virus. And they found that after those who slept less than seven hours were three times more likely to to develop a cold than those who slept eight hours or more. Uh, And so you see, man, three times more likely is pretty, is is pretty crazy. Um, And so when you're sick, sleep is so important. And even when you're not sick, like sleep is so important for your immune function and being able to fight off, um, you know, uh, certain, certain sicknesses that we, that we face on a daily basis. Yeah. That's so true. It's this time like this, man, it's sleep is, uh, you know, it's, I sound like, I sound like my mom, but just get your sleep, get your sleep. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Get your eight hours, honey. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Finish your vegetables. Yeah. Eat your greens. (laughs) Um, But yeah. And, and, and uh, you know, one of the, um, I think one of the things that, that we don't realize how much sleep uh, has an effect on is, um, kind of our, our, our social, um, interactions and just our emotions in general. Um, you know, I think, you know, in this one really, you know, there's, there, there's studies that back up, um, 
how people who hadn't slept actually had a reduced ability to recognize expressions of anger and happiness. Um, but I don't think we need studies to kind of, um, you know, determine how important this is. You know, I think when you get a good quality of sleep, you know, your social interactions the next day seem to be a little bit better. I seem to have a little bit more patience. Um, you know, you have a little bit more joy. Um, and so, and so being able to, you know, especially now, even though we're not necessarily in those social interactions right now, I think it's so important to, to continue to reach out and, uh, and, and try to, um, engage people in interaction right now. I think it's, it's a really crucial time to kind of be intentional with that, but, um, back to kind of the sleep, you know, I think we all can, can, uh, can relate to, you know, a poor quality of, of, of a night's sleep and how that just kind of affects your, um, you know, your quality of your relationships the next day. Is that rally? Is that something that you can kind of, you know, relate to? Yes. 100%. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. There's, I mean, there's nothing else to say, I guess. Um, yeah. 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 Awesome. Um, and then, just the last point uh, that, that, that I kind of wanted to, to chat a little bit about, um, and I know you've talked a lot about this, Riley, but just like how important it is to um, calm inflammation throughout the body. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think inflammation is, is a, um, you know, it just has a big impact on just your your overall quality of life and, and your development of, of certain things later in life, um, and getting sleep, um, and, and through numerous studies have, has, has been shown a good night's quality of sleep, um, actually reduces inflammation on the body. And so that's a, that's a big, big impact going forward. Yeah, that's, that's huge inflammation. I think there's so many people out there that, um, I mean, there's a majority of people struggle with inflammation. Um, yeah. inflammation can be anything, you know, like any, basically the, anything that hurts in the body is inflammation. Yeah. Um, and th- like, that's like the guts I'd say is probably the biggest thing that could be inflamed. Uh, and I, I always touch on gut health and, and honestly, like to this day, I still struggle with it yeah uh, but, me too uh, me too but there are some things yeah i mean even how healthy well i guess how like even if you eat healthy you know th- there's there are things you know that are healthy that could be damaging to your gut yeah and what i mean by that is and and the reason why i'm talking about the gut is because gut health has has everything to do with quality of sleep you get too um so yeah. but like what i it's funny because i actually i took a gut uh, gut panel test like this, it's called Viome. Um, and they send us, they send me, uh, yeah. And they basically, I, I, you know, yeah, yeah, I guess you (laughs) basically, um, (laughs) you can figure out what I'm talking about, but I send a sample back to the lab and they, they actually process it and they, they tell me what foods I should be sticking or, that I shouldn't eat and what foods I should eat. Mm -hmm. And basically what I'm trying to say is like, there are, there are healthy foods out there like broccoli, Brussels sprouts or, or whatever it may be. 
that might be bad for someone. Yeah. You know, it might be bad for, uh, for Joe Schmo or whoever it may be, <laughs> because, you know, we are all different. We all have, you know, our makeups are all, are all, you know, different. Yeah. Like we have different DNA and, and all that. So, um, I, I'm getting those results back pretty soon, but I can't wait to, to see what it says. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe that my nutrition right now, uh, is, is damaging to my gut and, yeah. and that might be a big wake up call. Um, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And I can't wait. No, that's, that's great. Riley. You know, I think, um, what, what was the percentage? I think 90%, um, you know, of gosh, what was it? Um, Ninety percent of of kind of disease begins in the gut, um, yeah. And so you just you know gut health is is super important. And you know I think as we you know and and talking about you know gut health, inflammation, um, and and you know I think it's Riley, you and I can both both talk about how you know we've struggled with you know, whether it's stomach pain or gut health in the past and, and being able to, to figure out, right. Just kind of what works best for your body. Um, we're all different. And, but I think there overall, there, there are certain things that we can do, um, to help in those areas. And so, um, you know, with gut health, you know, inflammation, um, I think that just makes it more important to focus on getting good sleep. And I know some people might, might think, oh, well, you know what, um, how do I do that? How do I go about getting good sleep? How do I, um, you know, what should I do to maximize the effective, whether, yeah, do I want to use the word effectiveness or just like quality of sleep? Um, mm-hmm. and so um, we're just going to talk a little bit about, about some tips, um, and some strategies for you guys to, um, improve your sleep. And, um, again, I think, I think a lot of us, we want, we want change, but we're not willing to change if that makes sense. Yeah. And so I just want to encourage you guys just, you know, a few things at a time. Um, and, and I think, you know, with, sleep you know some of this stuff might be inconvenient but yet it's it's so worth it um because sleep is so important and i think we all could use you know some tips and tricks and hacks to how we get better sleep and and these are these are super easy and so i hope these kind of give you guys some just kind of um cool little little guidelines in terms of how we how we can increase and how we can get better sleep um and so the first the first one that i want to point out and then riley you can kind of take it take it a little bit but um you guys we need to get more sunlight and i think especially during during the day we we live in you know a day and age to where we're just exposed to a lot of artificial light throughout the day Mm -hmm. um but one thing that that really helps, um, especially with kind of your melatonin production, which we'll we'll kind of cover, you know, in a little bit. But um, getting outside for a half hour, even if it's just ten minutes, um, you know, anything is better than nothing. But 
getting outside for ideally a half hour, you know, if you can do 10 to 15 minutes, you know, that's fine too. Between the hours of uh, 8 a.m. and 10 a.m., but getting outside, getting some direct sunlight um, is is super important, uh, you guys, for um, for better sleep. And I know it's funny because it's like, wow, like how would that have any effect on my sleep if I'm doing that in the morning? Like I'm not going to sleep for another, you know, however many hours after that. Um, but it's crazy how, um, and Riley, you hinted on it before, but your circadian rhythm, um, you know, that we were meant to, you know, get woken up by, by, by sunlight. Um, mm-hmm. And we were meant to go to bed when it, you know, when the sun goes down and when it gets dark. Um and so being able to to wake up, get outside, get that natural sunlight, um, not only is great for for increasing, you know, vitamin D throughout the body, but also uh, to ultimately increase your your melatonin production later in the day. Yeah. That's yeah, sunlight. I I was out there this morning just because it's getting warmer out. Yeah, so. Riley. Yeah, we were talking earlier, and and uh, Riley was talking about how he was getting sunlight, and then I heard a whack, and I'm like, "What the heck was that?" <laughs> he was hitting balls in the sun, so uh. <laughs> love it, yeah, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, so for I'd say another tip, um, I guess for me, what's what's worked so well for me was uh was is breath work and like meditating before I go to bed. Yeah. Um. And so I, I know that this kind of sounds weird and, um, but it's like, it's basically kind of slowing down, uh, your heart rate and it's slowing down just like your thoughts. Um, you know, we have a lot of stress in life. Uh, I think everyone does. Um, but if you can just find time right before you go to bed, just to kind of, um, focus on your breath and focus on, you know, breathing, not only will it lower your heart rate, but it also just kind of um, lowers your stress yeah. um, before you go to bed. And uh, and so I've I've been doing that. And I'll tell you what, like the first time I did that, I I woke up the next morning and I I felt great. Like I I didn't wake up during the night, um, which is very hard for me because I am one to always like I'll wake up you know two three times a night, um, you know toss yeah. and turn, but. Uh, it was, it was awesome just to, once you go to bed and you wake up and you're like, you know, I didn't wake up during the night and it was awesome. Uh, yeah. So, uh, just kind of breath work and, and doing that is, is super yep. important. Um, and it's some, something I guess I sometimes get away from, uh, just because like I'm super tired and I don't want to take time just to, you yeah. know, just to breathe a little bit and I'll just go to bed, but it hurts me because you know, the next morning I'm like, oh dang, like I didn't get the best sleep. I should have, you know, I should have um, yeah. breathed a little bit and yeah. all that. So, but yeah. yeah, I mean, try it out, see it, see how it works, and yeah. absolutely. And 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 Riley, I mean, it can be as simple as you know, a little five minute, you know, meditation or breath work practice. You know, right before bed. Um, you know, that would that would ultimately really pay dividends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and one of the other other tips is to avoid screens um, about two to three hours before you go to bed. And I know this might be a, a tough one for people because I and it, it's tough for me to be tough because I think it's 
it's very um it's it's hard because we've gotten comfortable you know when we wind down towards the end of the day um you know when the sun yeah. goes down yeah. we just sit in front of the tv and we're back you know in in front of that artificial light and art yeah. artificial light and blue light um actually um suppress your melatonin and so if you're watching tv uh up until you go to bed you're actually decreasing your melatonin which is your sleep hormone um Mm -hmm. which you know no wonder why people struggle to to get good quality sleep when they're watching tv or on their phones or computers before bed and so um if you can shoot for two to three hours before bed otherwise an, an hour just just start with an hour before bed uh you know put your phone away put your computer away you know um i mean one thing that I've been trying to do is read a little bit more. You know, I think it's a great, great time to jump in the Bible and, and, you know, use that as a time to, to, to pray or journal or read a good book, whatever you guys, um, you know, feel, feel, uh, like you want to do. And, and one thing, um, you know, if let's say you have to work or you can't do that, um, I suggest everybody get a blue light blocking, uh, um, not sunglass, but blue light blocking glasses. Um, yeah. I have a pair. I know Riley, you have a pair. They've helped a lot. Um, yeah. you know, just to, you know, especially when the sun goes down, I just throw on these blue light blocking glasses and it basically blocks all the blue light that is going to suppress the melatonin production. Um, you know, and it's kind of a little hack that you can, still kind of watch a little bit of TV. Um, but yet, um, you know, knock at the effects of that blue light, um, that's gonna, um, you know, just kind of get emitted through your, through your eyes as you watch. And so, um, yeah, I would suggest blue light blockers. Um, but you know, for, for majority, you know, whether it's, let's say an hour or two before bed, just try to limit and avoid the screens as much as you can. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, we live in a day and day and age where, you know, we we sit in front of screens. We live in front of screens. Yeah, and um, it's just not how I guess not how life was intended to yeah. to be. Um, but hey, we're in 2020 now, and basically everything is on technology and all that. And I, it's just something we have to adapt to. Yeah. But uh, in the same way, we have, I guess, biohacks to to help us with our circadian rhythms yeah. and. Um, and all that so. i love it i love it rally you're the biohack you're the biohack guy the here biohack I yeah i mean i was just sitting in my cold pool <laughs> yeah <months> <laughs> <laughs> um rally uh what's what's another tip uh well i guess uh um i'd say another tip is is to make your uh your room as as dark as possible uh i know we talked about that blue light but but have you like have you ever noticed when you close your eyes when it's light out like you can still kind of you you know that you know that it's still light (laughs) out you know like even though you you your eyes are closed uh like you think like oh yeah it should be dark but like you close your eyes and you you still kind of can feel that it's light out um and so like when i'm what I mean by that is like when it's super, super dark, 
uh, you don't get any light exposure. And it's just how it was meant to be yeah. um, for sleep. So yep. um, if you got, you know, a nightlight on or, or, or whatever, um, I would encourage you to, to take that sucker out and just make it as dark as possible. Yeah. Um, you know, I, and I always, <laughs> I always try to clean up my room before I go to bed because um, if it's super dark, I don't want to stub my toe <laughs> um, if I have to give up get up. So <laughs> I, I, I actually, that, that makes me think and I, I probably shouldn't share this, but I'm going to, I'm going to anyway. Um, Do it. I, uh, yeah. So, so I have like three big windows uh, in my room. And so sometimes I'll just be tired and, and I won't shut those, but I have a ton of light that, that comes in and sometimes mm-hmm. I sleep horrible. I'm like, why is that? And so when I started yeah. to kind of, you know, put two and two together. And so I started to, you know, shut my blinds to where it's it's really dark and the first time I did it I shut all the blinds it was like pitch black in my room and I thought I thought I I had shut my shut my door and uh so I was walking over to my bed and just drilled my head um on my door and just had a knot on my forehead Um, (laughs) but it felt like such a loser but anyway um it did it did help my it did help my sleep. And so, yeah, I would, I would encourage you guys to, um, yeah, make your, make your room as dark as possible. And then on the flip side, Riley, yeah, safe. yeah, yeah, be <laughs> safe, Sh- shut your doors. Um, but then on the flip side, um, I think along with also making your room dark, also make it cold enough, um, to where you know you're not uncomfortably warm during your sleep i think the they there was a study that came out that said between like 60 degrees and 67 degrees is kind of the ideal temperature um for people to be um their most productive while they sleep or most um effective um kind of you know temperature range to to get good quality sleep yeah i I, I love that one, um, just because I've tried it and dude, it works. It really yeah. does. Um, and I can, I cannot, I have to have it like almost freezing cold yeah. in my yeah. room to in for, in order for me to, for, in order for me to yeah. sleep. I mean, uh, Riley, how... I just, I cannot, I cannot sleep when it's it, hot. It is the like, worst when there's like any yeah. amount of sweating or just like, oh. like rise in body temperature when you're trying to sleep. Oh yeah. gosh. No, it's I can't do it. Yeah, I don't even want to think. No, about I it. don't either. It's it, it's <laughs> the worst. And and I think and I don't know if this is a hack by any means, but I have to sleep with a fan. I need I need a little bit of oh, white yeah. noise kind of going on in the okay. in the background. So yeah, if I get that that kind of ideal cool temperature, you know, with the fan going, oh man, it's game over. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Um, I love it. But yeah, and and. Um, kind of onto our next one. I think magnesium is a big um, uh, mineral that we need, um, you know, that our body needs to um, to have to to kind of. So magnesium is basically kind of like the calming uh, mineral. It, it 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 helps our body kind of um, de-stress in a way and just kind of calm down. Um, and so. You know, one, one way, I mean, you can get a high, high quality magnesium supplement, um, 
But otherwise, um, I would suggest trying to get it in its whole food form. Um, and since magnesium is actually the, the number one mineral deficiency in our world today, it's important um, to make sure that, that you do get proper magnesium in your system. Um, and so some of the, I actually looked up the top 10 foods of, of, uh, that contain magnesium. And I think people are going to be happy with this first one. It's actually dark chocolate. Um, which, which Riley, I know you enjoy. I love it, man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So dark chocolate, um, there's avocados, um, certain types of nuts such as almonds, cashews. Um, I know pumpkin seeds are great. Um, legumes such as beans or chickpeas um what other um let's see here uh fatty fish uh salmon riley i know you're a big salmon guy um and yeah salmon's a great source of magnesium bananas um and also dark leafy greens and so those are all very rich sources of magnesium that's going to help support your sleep and so um suggest people try to implement a few a, a few of those uh foods or or get a high quality magnesium supplement to support their 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 stress and and just their their kind of calming um you know sense of sense of being to to help uh to help your sleep as well yeah i like it um anything else riley as we as we're thinking about some of these hacks that that you have man i not, not that I can yeah. think of. I just say, I just kind of in closing, it's just uh, like we said, sleep is very important. And I think it's kind of the easiest thing to really control because we do it every yeah. day, you know? Yeah. So um, in order to make, or uh, I guess get better sleep, it's just, I guess it's more of trial yeah. and error. Um, that's what I've kind of discovered. And, you know, and so what, uh, what works best for you and, you know, try some of these things, whatever it may be. If you want to, you know, go, go research a little bit, like how to get more quality sleep yeah. or um, more sleep, you know, by all means do it. Um, just, we're just basically giving you the information of, of that sleep is super important. Yeah. Um, so whatever you have to do to, to do it, do it. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Um, and I just want to share a, a few, a few extras, um, one thing, one thing that, that studies have shown working out earlier in the morning or earlier in the day, um, is actually better, um, for, for your overall quality of sleep. Um, cause when you, when you work out later in the day, it kind of revs up your, um, your adrenaline, um, which is, which is then harder for you to, to suppress, um, and kind of calm down. So, um, working out earlier in the day is great. Um, and, and also there was, there was one, uh, that I laughed at, but it says, uh, you booze, you lose. And, uh, <laughs> and I think, I think it's easy for people to want to like de-stress, you know, throughout the end of the day and, you know, have a, have a beer or, or have a drink. Yeah. Um, which I'm not, I'm not saying that's, 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 you know, you can't do that, you know, by all means, um, yeah. you know, enjoy a beer, enjoy a drink here and there, you know, if, if that's what, um, you guys choose to do, but 
at the end of the day, um, you know, I think it's funny because when people wake up and they feel right, I mean, it, it's so easy for people to consume too many drinks before bed, they go to sleep and they wake up and what do they feel? Right. Right. Yeah. They, they, mm, they, they have a, <laughs> they have a hangover yeah. and, and, yep. and, and I think it's, it's funny because it actually alcohol, uh, disrupts Riley, like you were saying, your deep sleep. Um, and so yeah. even, even if you, you know, sleep, which I'm sure is, is, is pretty, pretty common for people to have a good time the night before and get 10 to, you know, whatever, 12 hours of sleep, but they wake up and they feel hungover. Um, and it's because of the alcohol actually inhibits, um, you from getting in those stages of deep sleep. So you wake up feeling like you didn't sleep at all uh, and you feel horrible. Um, so that's a so that's one that that uh is is uh an interesting um interesting case there but yeah uh, and then Very and then just just have a you know a a consistent kind of kind of sleep pattern you know if you like to go to bed at ten and wake up at six or go to bed at ten and wake up at five or whatever um you know kind of try to be consistent with the times you go to bed and the times you wake up because sure. uh, your body's going to get used to that and be able to sleep longer um, or more effective yeah. throughout that, that time. And you're actually studies have shown that people uh, sleep the best or get the most deep sleep in the hours of 10 PM and 2 AM. Um, so I think it's important to, to have a maybe a little bit earlier of a, um, bedtime, um, and maybe get up a little bit earlier, um, as well, just to, you know, make sure you get the, the full benefits of the, you know, deep sleep throughout the 10 PM to 2 AM timeframe. For sure. Um, but that aid, like that's it. That's it for me. Riley, anything else is we're going to leave, leave people no. with. I don't okay. think so. Um, yeah, well, you know what, you guys, I hope, I hope this helps. Um, I hope you guys are able to find some improvement in your sleep and, and just some improvement in kind of your overall health. Um, and like you said, don't, don't ever hesitate to reach out to, to Riley or I, uh, we would love to, um, you know, answer any questions or help you guys as well. Um, but um yeah everyone stay safe uh you know stay healthy and and uh um yeah just just try to make the most out of uh, out of this difficult situation that we're in right now uh you know maybe you can use a few of these these uh sleep packs to incorporate now that we're at home here for you know the next extended period of time but um we'll be praying for you guys as as we're all trying to kind of battle through this time um, but just hope that, you know, you guys feel, feel, you know, full of joy and comfort and just peace, you know, even in the midst of, you know, kind of the, the, the trials and the, you know, difficult circumstances we're in. Um, and I know, um, mm -hmm. again, we're all in it together. Um, but God bless you guys. Take care. Riley, thank you so much for, for joining us and, and, uh, you know, sharing, sharing your knowledge, um, on uh, this topic here this week. It's always a pleasure. Oh, uh, well, thanks Riley. I appreciate it. God bless everybody. Y'all ah. take care and, and uh, bless. we'll, we'll